This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. Amitabh Bachchan, the biggest B. Is this the start of the episode? Is this the opening link of the episode? Yes. Hello and welcome to the final episode of The Biggest Bee. I am Haroon Rashid, the Asian Network's entertainment reporter, and I've come to Mumbai to finally try and sit down with The Big Bee. Aman Shahzad, I'm sorry you couldn't join me, but thank you for giving me all your insights over the last few weeks. I've got that list of questions that we've been putting together. All those saval that you have for The Big Bee, I'm going to try and put them to the main man himself if I can just get to him. Now, I don't know how hard this is going to be. I don't know how complicated it's going to be. I've met him before multiple times. So I'm hoping that's going to count for something. I've got 10 days to try and make this happen. Let's see how it goes. Some of you might be wondering why Aman and Shahzad aren't here. Well, as I've told you, the budget just didn't stretch far enough for the two of them to join me out here. But I am in very good company. Over the course of this podcast, you're going to hear quite a few different voices. You're going to hear from my series producer, Bao. Hi, Bao. Hey. You're going to hear from our fixer, Ranj. Hi, Ranj. Hey. And that other voice you just heard there is Ash, our DOP, our director of photography. Okay, Ranj, we've been here for a couple of days now in Mumbai. We're sitting here in Juhu, our hotel, and it, the waiting game just seems to be non-stop because we just don't seem to be getting a definitive answer from Mr. Butchan's camp. Is he is he here? Is he going to do this? Can we try and chase up on this? Do you think we're not getting him because didn't some, one of the PR managers for another artist the other day say he only does things during a promo window, like he'll only ever do an interview when he's promoting a film? Yeah, I think that is the case. But, you know, I feel like we've dedicated six episodes to this guy. Like, he's got to turn up somewhere. We need a bit of budget in this. Got to keep trying. Yeah. I mean, we haven't got a choice, because we've been sent here to get uh, him. I'm so. just going to try ringing his PR uh, manager again, because, I mean, the guy's ignoring my calls. He's ignoring my messages. He's reading my messages. He's not responding. Let's see. Hello, um, may I speak to you, please? Who are you talking about? I'm BBC UK. Se. Sorry, your name is please? Ranj. Ranj, you just said five minutes. You just want five minutes with him, okay? Five minutes. Audio only. Audio only, just five minutes. Okay. Just Hello? She's not available at the moment. I'll leave a message to call you, please. Okay, and but when can I call back to actually speak to her? Because um, I haven't been able to speak to her. Hello? And it's very difficult to say what time she will be back. I'll definitely convey a message to get in touch with you. Hello? Hello? Hello, yes. Shall I try to call a little bit later on? No problem. You can try in there. Thank you. So every day in Mumbai is relentless. We wake up first thing in the morning. We have breakfast about 10 a.m. because nobody starts working here till 11. So 10 to 11, we have breakfast and then we start our day. Normally it's interviews and meetings back to back. We keep calling all of Butchan's people. So in between one meeting, we'll call his manager. In between the next meeting, we'll call his publicist. We've become so desperate that we're even having like half an hour conversations with his uh, <laughs> lawyer. Intihar ho gai, 
I think I can only laugh about this situation now because we've been sent out to Mumbai to record an interview with Amitabh Bachchan and we've now received a definitive text from his publicist which says he is currently not doing any interviews or promotion I'll share your request again but it seems really unlikely as he hasn't done any interviews in a while now thanks that thanks is that, just take your phone back, because that thanks is pointless. Okay, so I've made a plan. I, I'm not really running this past any management, but we've tried all the official channels, and I know he reads every tweet, so I'm gonna write a tweet to Mr. Butchin. And this, I mean, this is like... How do you know he reads every tweet? Because he replies to everything. He complains about everything on Twitter, so hopefully he'll see this, okay. So his Twitter handle is Senior Bachchan. Um, okay. Uh, hi, Mr. Bachchan. Um, I'm in Mumbai to record a special program for the BBC celebrating your 50 years in movies. I would love to record a short interview with you about this please can you make this happen question mark praying hands emoji balcony check this hi mr hi mr bachan have i spelled his name right hi yeah. mr bach chan are you sure bachan spelled correctly yeah bachan okay should i should i do it this is not gonna pee him off is it yeah, I think I can do the. What have we got to lose? Sorry, Sharam, large pen. Many? Tweet Kalia. Okay, so I've been in Mumbai for a week now. It's It's exactly day seven on the ground here and. We're just, we're not having any luck with actually getting through to Mr. Butchen. I mean, we've exhausted every opportunity, his manager, his publicist, his agent, his lawyer, as I told you as well. Yesterday, I even sent that tweet. I thought maybe, maybe because he looks through each one of his tweets personally, I thought maybe that might be one way of getting his attention. But, you know, I haven't got any response from him. All I've got is a barrage of trolls who are telling me, what way is this to ask for an interview? What, you know, what, surely you should go through official channels. And I feel like saying, no shit, Sherlock. Obviously, I tried those channels first and nothing's come of it. So now I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to go stand outside his house. So every Sunday at around 5.45 p.m., Mr. Butchen comes and stands in his driveway to wave to all his fans, hundreds of fans, that travel from across the country, sometimes even travel from abroad, to just catch a glimpse of him. So my plan is, is go and stand outside his house and hold a banner on a large piece of cardboard that says BBC interview, please. I mean, what could possibly go wrong in this situation? Cardboard, cardboard. Cardboard sticks. Who bought the cardboard upstairs? Me. Right guys, you're really pushing out the boats in the production of this, aren't you? 
so we're going to go stand outside Jalsa Jalsa and we're going to hold a banner saying BBC interview, please. And I'm um, okay, but he might not be in the city because he does travel quite a bit. He might not be in the city. He might also look straight through me. This is going to be awful for my self-confidence <laughs> and self-esteem. I mean, clearly the guy doesn't want to see us. Because it's Republic Day, I assume he will make an appearance and there'll probably be a huge crowd, probably bigger than normal. Which means we probably should be there right now. Okay, so during the making of this whole podcast series, me, Amman and Shazad have had a WhatsApp group called The Biggest Bee, which is obviously the name of this series. So... I'm feeling just a little bit uncomfortable about what we're about to do because I know there could be repercussions like the team who handle Butchen also handle loads of other big film stars. They handle big movies and I just, okay, I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and set up a WhatsApp call with the two of them and I'm going to see what their take is on all of this. Okay, here we go. Hello? Hello. Amen, how's it going? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm fine. Is Shez on the line? Shez? Okay, Shez isn't picking up. Listen, you're on speaker with the team. We're all here. I mean, I just need a bit of advice, to be honest. Because, okay. like, nothing's going to plan with this whole Butchin thing. Like, he's not... He doesn't want to do an interview. He doesn't want to... Like, he doesn't even want to... Like, it's just been really difficult. So, we've got a bit of a plan. And I just want okay. your advice on this. So... In about half an hour, Amitabh Bachchan is going to be stood outside his house and he comes and says hello to his fans, like, every Sunday at 5.45pm, OK? So okay. I'm going to go stand outside his house with a really big banner saying, BBC interview, please. Do you, do you think I should do this? I mean, I really admire you doing that because I don't know, will he see it? Like, how open is this? This banner is pretty big. Do it. Do it. Do it. What, even if it ruins relationships, do it. Why would it ruin relationships? You're not putting your name on it. BBC interview could be anybody. Yeah, yeah, I've made sure they don't, I've made sure they don't put my name on it. I've made sure... <laughs> I've made sure... Yeah, at one point there was conversations about printing off, off pictures of my face and putting it no, on there. No, don't do that. <laughs> okay, so you're saying do it. Yeah. Listen, Shazad might have been the, the voice of reasoning in this situation, but he hasn't picked up the phone, so I mean, I only have your opinion to go by you're saying do it the team saying do it i think i'm just gonna have to do it. it no you're gonna have to do it because at the end of the day you know what if you just put bbc on there we can blame it on someone else <laughs> that's also true there's a lot of people at the bbc all right thanks someone i'll tell you afterwards how it went bye bye okay guys we're outside watch out watch out everybody stay together we're, at, we're, we're walking towards Jalsa. People are running. Wow, people are running. He's a, oh my God, the streets are packed. There's a whole queue of people. I think he's there now. He's there, people are waving. Where do we go? Where should we go? Okay, this is, I think this is the best. This is the only place we're going to get to. Oh, I'm getting pushed out of the way. Everyone's looking at me. Everybody's looking at Ash. Ash is holding this. Let me hold this up. Ash is holding this sign. Nobody here has got a sign, so he should see this. He should see this. There's people up in the tree, no way. Okay, I think we're going to take a call here and we're going to step back. This is way more than we anticipated. Also, I think it's just a bit unsafe as well. There's traffic behind us. 
His fans aren't happy about the sign because it's blocking their view as well because there's this whole bunch of people who are on a raised platform. They were shouting at Ash to take the sign down because it was blocking their view. We have to understand, people come from all over the country just to be here on a Sunday afternoon to be part of this craziness. Everybody wants to catch a glimpse of the main man. So I think we have to... Guys, I think we should step away. I'm not feeling too comfortable right now because it's quite suffocating. Okay, we've made a really weird, not good decision. Don't recommend this. We're going to leave the ladies here. Ash and I are going to go together. We're just going to see if we can get even a little bit close enough to catch a little bit of the madness. Oh, we're actually, we're making quite, we're making quite good progress, aren't we? Weirdly enough, once you get into the crowd, there's little inroads you can make yeah, yeah, yeah. to get closer. Are they moving out because they're getting bored of waiting? Nah, they're not interested. Okay, we can go. We're very close. I can see his gate. We're just going to stand here. Okay, okay, there's a lot of shoving going on. We don't want to get involved in the shoving. People are pushing, shoving. Whoa, what's going on? It's crazy. It's crazy. People are getting pushed over all over the place. Oh, he's there, he's there, he's there. Where? Oh, there he is. I can see him. Wow, he's wearing a waistcoat. He's wearing a white kurta. He's waving. Everybody is pushing and shoving to catch a glimpse of the guy. Wow. He looks in good spirits. He looks happy. He looks... Wow, he's waving, smiling. Wow, the crowd is just going mad. The crowd is absolutely loving it. Everybody is mesmerized. Everybody is absolutely overjoyed. And he's interacting with individual people. He's, he's, he's going, the gates are closing. The gates are closing and it's, it's all over. It's all over. Wow. 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 What a moment. What a moment to be part of something like that. That was absolutely insane. I mean, I've never experienced anything like that. The second those gates opened, the second he stood there on a podium waving, the entire crowd, it became one. Everybody was moving in unison, just trying to catch a glimpse of him. It was like a wave-like formation. Everybody had their phones in the air. Everybody was cheering and everybody was celebrating one person. I don't know how many people have this effect on so many of their fans. Have you seen Sahib? Yes. We've seen this video. Wow, the video. First time live. Wow. Mumbai is in success. Amitabh Bachchan. Wow. Amitabh Bachchan. Where have you travelled from to be here? I'm from Pune. You're from Pune? Yeah. And you've come here just to catch a glimpse of Mr. Bachchan? Yes, yes. And how does, how does that feel for you? How are you feeling it right now? It is a now? very, very, very joyful moment. I am on the top of the world today. What does Mr. Bachchan mean to you? Bachchan is like... We raised with Bachchan, it's a God for us. He's a God for you guys. Yes, uh, we just walked all the way from the Jew Beach, stood here for one hour and got what we wanted. And you got the satisfaction? Of yes, definitely, definitely. Well, uh, well, enjoy <laughs> the rest of your evening. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Did you see Mr. Bachchan? Uh, yeah, I was here to see the crowd. I've heard about this a lot. 
I'm from California. Oh, you you come from California? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I'm a big fan of Bachchan as well. What What do you think it is about Mr. Bachchan that unites so many people? You know, people consider him as a god. They love him. They worship him. Look at it. This is insane. You know, I have never seen this thing before. I've never seen this anything like crazy. this either. This guy represents India in the global platform. So that's some way you feel connected to him. Well, I'm very happy to have met you. Okay. Thank, thank you so thank much. You. Thank, thank you very thank you. much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Hi. How are you? you okay. Yes, okay. Sir. You met him. How? I am a fan. I'm. This is my 170th Sunday. No way. So you come every single Sunday. Every Sunday uh, from uh, 2015. And did you just meet him just now? Ah, yes. You went in. Yes, yes. How? Are we a fan? He knows us by name. He knows us by everything. Tell me, you, I have to be able to understand what goes through your mind every Sunday when you choose to come here. He is my God. We take it as a recharge. Sunday is a recharge of our day. Whenever we see him. Full body vibrates. You can see, like uh, in Hindi, we can say two liters blood has increased. Two liters uh, blood gets increased in the body. So, what time do you get here every Sunday? Every Sunday we have to reach here by four. Otherwise, you won't get a first row position. So you reach by four and you get to the front row. Yes, yes. That's where I messed up. I should have come at four. We didn't get him. We didn't even get close to him. We waved at him from a distance. But I take some sort of satisfaction in knowing he's probably walked these streets at some point. I'm in Juhu, right near a hotel where all these stars come for their meetings. So if I can't meet the man himself, I'm going to go and have coffee where he might have, at some point, have done the same too. Maybe he's been to this restaurant. Maybe he stood where I'm standing and thought, "Hey, I've arrived in Mumbai. I've made it. I bought two properties in Juhu." Maybe he comes to this place for like his soaps and stuff because I think this is a soap shop. Either way, meeting Mr. Butchin is definitely not happening today. For as long as anyone can remember, births, deaths, and marriages have been as certain as food, air, and water. We love talking about births and marriages, but when it comes to that D word, we run a mile. It's understandable, right? Because it's not easy to do. So when's the right time to talk about it? My name's Melina. And I say now's the time. I'm Saima, and together we're gonna kill it. Join us for our new podcast called Fresh to Death, where we talk about dying so we can get on with living. Fresh to Death. Download and subscribe now on BBC Sounds. Amitabh Bachchan, the biggest B. It's another day in Mumbai. Yesterday, I went and stood outside Mr. Amitabh Bachchan's house, holding a sign up, which clearly didn't do the job because he didn't even acknowledge me standing in that crowd. I mean, possibly because there was hundreds of other people there as well. But it's made me realise this is a man who doesn't want to acknowledge that he's hit such a milestone in his career. In fact, I read just the other day that. Amitabh Bachchan was offered a museum dedicated to himself and to his work and his legacy here in Juhu, where he lives, and he turned that opportunity down. So I think he doesn't like drawing too much light to the fact, or shedding too much light on the fact that he has such an incredible legacy. However, I'm here for a few more days, and I've come to terms with the fact that I'm not going to see him. And I don't care how windy it is or how many beautiful weddings are taking place in the hotel I'm staying at. I'm going to try and seek out some of those places that meant something special to Amitabh Bachchan during his journey. In fact, right now I'm stood on Juhu Beach, and I can see the Sea Link just over there. The Sea Link that connects 
North Mumbai to South Mumbai. And actually, Amitabh Bachchan's journey began in South Mumbai. So I'm going to try and go to Marine Drive, where I know Amitabh Bachchan spent sleepless nights on a bench out in the cold. Well, pro probably not that cold, considering this is Mumbai. But out <laughs> without any shelter, without any company, just hustling hard. Hey, they Lanky, aggressive, broody, lumbu. All these words were thrown at Amitabh Bachchan when he landed in Bombay trying to become an actor. He came with just a driver's license and the ambition that one day he could be a leading hero in Bollywood. Right now, I'm on Marine Drive. This is where he spent his first few nights without a bed, without a home, lying on a bench like this. He says he saw the biggest rats of his life on these streets, on these benches. And every night he would go to sleep looking across that river, knowing that the land of opportunity, the land where he wanted to be, was on the other side. Juhu, Bandra, Lokanwala, Andheri, all those places you hear of when it comes to Bollywood are all on the other side of that water. Imagine being Amitabh Bachchan and knowing that you have the skills, you have the talent, but actually, you're having to sleep here without anything at all. I've just got back to my hotel from Marine Drive, which is on the other end of Mumbai, down in South Bombay. So about an hour, hour and a half from where I'm placed here in Juhu, which is the kind of hot happening part of the city. But... I've walked in and there's another wedding taking place. Seriously, bad timing on my part because this hotel is literally taken over with a wedding every single day. The same songs, the same decorations, the same glitzy outfits. It's interesting because I sat down to do a bit more research about which places are of significance to Mr. Butchin's journey. And it turns out that this hotel that I'm sat in, this lobby where I'm placed right now, is really special in Mr. Butchin's journey. Because, see, now Mr. Butchin comes here all the time. He comes here for meetings, interviews, press conferences. But actually, back in the late 60s, when Amitabh Bachchan was a struggling actor who'd come from Allahabad, who'd had a string of flop films in the early 70s as well, Mr. Bachchan was no one special. Mr. Bachchan wasn't even allowed to come through the front gates of this hotel. I can see why he'd want to come in. This was the original Bollywood hotel in Mumbai. This is where Dev Anand had a permanent suite. Room 226 was his permanent suite. But so many of these film types came here and hung out and he just wanted to be a part of that crowd. Instead, Amitabh Bachchan had to walk around onto the beach, stand on the sand and try and get Mr Shashi Kapoor's attention. Shashi Kapoor, who used to come here on Sunday afternoons to go swimming with his family. Shashi was probably wearing very short shorts, probably half naked, in his swimming pool, switched off from work. But actually, it was he who managed to make an outsider like Amitabh Bachchan welcome and part of the inside world of Bollywood. Okay, I'm walking onto Mr. Bachchan's local beach. Thank you, sir. Just thanking the watchman. Uh, literally, the... Mayfair of Mumbai and I mean there's a lot of stray dogs around here but 
the hotel that Mr. Butchin used to come to as a struggling actor is called Sun and Sand. So Sun and Sand is now behind me. I'm walking towards the water. But this is actually a pretty cool place to be a struggling actor because I think the beach, the water is quite relaxing. I imagine like if you're struggling and you want to keep calm, it's a nice, calm, serene place. Ah, oh, nice. This is actually the first time I've walked onto the beach since I've been here. So he would have probably had to stand. If he had to catch Shashi Kapoor's attention in the pool, he probably would have had to stand around here because the wall is so high that you, you can't see anybody in the pool any closer. So you'd have to be about here. And Shashi Kapoor's eyesight must have been really, really good in order to catch his attention from here. What a story, man, what a story. So you, you come to Mumbai as a struggling actor, you then walk down Juhu Beach, stand in front of the hotel where most of these film stars go, where most of these film stars eat, where most of these film stars discuss their movies. You stand in the eye line of a superstar who is ruling the roost and you wave at him and say, Shashi Ji, Shashi Ji. And that's it. I've just got to Breach Candy Hospital in South Bombay, which is about an hour away from Amitabh Bachchan's home in Juhu. And the reason I wanted to come here is because in 1982, this is the hospital where Amitabh Bachchan was admitted after he was injured on the sets of Kuli. Kuli was a film he was doing with Manmohan Desai, and we've spoken about that in an episode. But this is the hospital where he was treated with life-affecting, very severe injuries that he'd suffered on the sets of that film. And Really, the whole country came to a standstill. This hospital is where thousands of people gathered every day. People travelled from all across the world to come and pray for him and they just wanted to be in the same kind of environment as him, breathing the same air as him. People from London travelled here as well and this made news back in the UK as well. So he was flown from Bangalore where he was shooting this film to Mumbai. He was admitted here, he was here for a good few weeks. There was a point at which some people reported that he was even diagnosed medically dead at some point. I'm not sure if that is factually correct, but that's what some people said as well. So I want to try and find somebody who actually met him back then. I want to find somebody who actually interacted with him as well, because this was a moment that proved Amitabh Bachchan's stardom beyond anything else. Everybody put all their work on hold just to pray for this one man. It showed the power that Amitabh Bachchan really held. हम ना एक प्रोग्राम बना रहे हैं अमित जी के 50 साल सेलिब्रेट करने के लिए तो वो ये इसी हॉस्पिटल में वो दाखिल हुए थे ना शायद 1982 में तो कोई है जो तब यहाँ पे काम करता था जो आप लोग नहीं थे कोई 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 वॉचमैन नहीं है या कोई जो यहाँ पे था 1982 में कोई कोई भी हो जिसको याद हो कुछ तो याद हो Guys, guys, this is not a joke. There's actually somebody here who was here in 1982. Binaji, you were the receptionist who admitted Mr. Butchan into this hospital back in 1982. What do you remember about that time? Everything. Everything? Everything I remember. He was brought in the ambulance from the airport and he was taken to the ISU. He was, the crowd that we used to get was unbelievable. 
Are we talking hundreds of people, thousands of people? Thousands, I would say thousands. Wow. From out of Bombay, all over. And then they used to stand the whole day, the press people here, everybody here. And the people used to bring flowers, such a lot of flowers that, you know, my whole department used to be full of them. And some people used to think I'm selling flowers. I said, this is not a shop. But it was amazing. The family was superb. They were very cooperative. But did it affect the other patients? No, because here was this one man who no, everybody was worshipping this one no, man, No, not right? at all, not at all. We, we, when he was getting discharged also, we had a crowd that was gathered. They came to say bye to us and they were all standing on the table and taking on his picture, but he never said no to anybody. The entire family was very cooperative, even the film stars and yeah. the directors. Is it true that the Prime Minister came, Indra Gandhiji came here to visit him, is that true? No, I think he, this one had come, Rajiv Gandhi. Rajiv Gandhi We used to have bag, gunny bags full of letters from fans. We used wow. to all put them, and every person he replied to. That's amazing. You know, over the last few weeks, one of the things I've really enjoyed doing is discovering Amitabh Bachchan's films from the 70s and early 80s. And one of his greatest collaborators during that time was, of course, the late Yash Chopra, whether that was Divar or Kabi Kabi or Silsila. Yash Chopra was a constant in Amitabh Bachchan's life. And I'm really excited to go and stand outside Yash Chopra's house because, as we know from this podcast, it played a very important role in the resurrection of Amitabh Bachchan in the late 90s. Well, certainly according to Shazad, anyway. Okay, tell me what you... We don't know which one his house is. Can somebody Google what? Yes. There's a camera there, a security camera there as well. Jalsa is on the right there. Which which house is it? It's on this road. It's on this road. And on a cold night... Back in 1999, Amitabh Bachchan did the walk I'm doing right now from his house, Jalsa, past Dharminder's bungalow over here on my left, down this road and over here to Mr. Yash Chopra's house. Yash Chopra, who'd given him iconic roles like Divar, like Kabi Kabi, like Silsila. But in the late 90s, Amitabh's films weren't working. His production company had gone bankrupt. Lal Badshah, Surya Vansham, Badimiya Chotimiya, although that one was a bit of a hit. These films weren't delivering, and Amitabh Bachchan was cold and out. He was down and out. He had no money, he had nothing going on. And that's when he came to Mr. Yash Chopra and said, Yash ji, mujhe koi kaam de de. Yash ji. And that's how those iconic scenes between Shah Rukh Khan and Amitabh Bachchan and Ashwarya Rai in Mohabbate all happened. My journey has officially come to an end. I'm stood here on Juhu Beach once again. It's been a really amazing trip. I've learned so much about Mr. Butchen's struggles. You know, when I was sat on that bench at Marine Drive overlooking Juhu and Bandra on the other side of the water, it just makes you think that his story cannot be made up. Seriously, it is like a dream. He was a man who came to this city with an ambition to become a Hindi film hero. And he became so much more than that. 
I sat down with all these other actors, these newbies, these young people and realised that Amitabh Bachchan is not only somebody that they want to imbibe qualities from, but he's somebody who they want approval from as well. He is seen to be the real marker of success in this city. I mean, if you get invited to his Diwali parties, if he sends you handwritten notes praising your performance, you really feel like you've achieved something in Bollywood. And my journey comes to an end now. Shazad Aman, I'm sorry I disappointed you. I'm sorry I couldn't get those questions across to Mr. Butchin myself. But I'm sure there'll be other opportunities. I'm sure he'll come to London soon to promote a film or do an event. And hopefully, as long as he hasn't blacklisted me for holding that sign up outside his house, I'll get that opportunity to sit down again. The biggest B. Come on, nearly there. Yes, BBC Sound app downloaded. Right, so open. Oh, look, that's me. Oh, I hate that picture. Right, stay focused, Yasser. Where's the search box? Right, so typing. Yep, got it. And deep down and desi. Find brilliant podcasts from Asian Network in the BBC Sounds app, like Comic Sanskrit by comedian Raul Kohli. A mantra frees the mind from its own obsessive nature. Ooh, I love that. But where are you really from? Sometimes, like, you know all the stuff that our parents be like, you have to do it, you have to do this. Now I'm like, no, no, I don't. And all about the money. Someone's going to have to finance me when I'm older. What did your parents tell you about money? <sighs> My dad's an accountant. <laughs> Get these and much more by searching Deep Down and Desi on BBC Sounds.